Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mind of the Fox show. I'm your host, Narchita Healthy Hoodlum. How are you doing out there? So, okay. We talked about, you know, being the good, bad guy, the villain. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go there. So these next few topics, we definitely will be, you know, touching on some things while I probably will be the villain. So I'm ready for it. I hope you're ready for it. The first one is a topic that I absolutely love to talk about in the religious Christian type world where literally we're going to be talking about how we are gods. So off the back, I know you're over there like, we are gods. Like, where, where is he going with this? Blasphemy, blasphemy. And I'm happy. If you're one of them religious Christian people, I'm happy you went there because we're definitely going to dive deep into why I say this is one of my favorite things to kind of quote from the Bible. Because if you've heard me talk about it, if you've heard me say it, I fully believe I am a God, not the divine creator, not the God, not, you know what I mean? But I am a God. And we will get into deeply all of that, why I feel that way. And I'm going to use a little scripture to back it up. I guess it ain't no Bible, I guess you could say Bible study lesson, but it's just me going in depth, like I said, being the villain and I guess really touching on something that if you really understood the concept of what I'm saying, you are a God. You would literally transform your whole life. You would move differently. You would speak differently. You would think differently. Um, so yeah, this is going to be a great topic. Like I said, off the top, I'm already, I know I'm already have some people like blasphemy. Let's get into it. So, like I said, two scripture verses. Um, one, Jesus said it. One, this other dude. We'll get into him. Ashafa. I don't know how to say his name, but it's A-S-A-P-H. If you want to go look it up, look it up. But I guess he wrote Psalms 82. If you don't know too much about the Bible, Psalms is like songs and things are poems. They're actually poems. The whole book of Psalms um, is literally poems. So this is supposed to be a poem, I guess you could say. But I love it because I'm going to read three verses, so bear with me. But verse 5 says, The gods know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Hmm, Okay. I said, you are gods. You are the sons of the Most High. You will die. You are sons of the Most High. But you will die like mere mortals. You will fall like every other ruler. Now, I'm sure there's some contents to what he was saying, who he was talking to and all that good stuff. But the most important things that I want to take away from just that little passage is one, we can literally take that part of what he just said and use it for today's time. How most people are living in darkness. They don't know who they are, what their mission is on earth, why they were created. They're just going along, getting along, going along to get along. Most of the time, just to get a bag, just to survive. Like we have fallen into this crazy time where people are just surviving. They're not even living. They're not even, you're just existing. You're surviving to get a paycheck, to live indoors, to get food, to try to keep up with the Joneses, to try to be the next best thing on Instagram and, you know, have all these filters and have, no, literally the guy is saying you are a God, but you're living in darkness. If you only knew your power, you would literally get out of every situation that you're in. Now, I'm not saying this go change right away. You know what I'm saying? But what I am saying is we got to stop having this um, powerless mindset. 
this powerless mindset and just walking in darkness. Like, there's so many Bible verses I can use to talk about abundance, right? But we won't even go there. We'll just sit here and say, literally, I love the part where he was like, you are, you are a God, but you're in darkness and most of you will die of mere mortals. Damn. I'm like, just think about that. Just think about literally all of the influencers that you could think of. And I'm not saying IG influencers. I mean, like MLKs, the Gandhis, the, the even Hitler. In a weird way, Hitler will go down as an influencer, even though he's on the bad side of history. Right. Whatever, whatever. He his name will never be forgotten. So I'm, I'm not even going to in a weird way. Hitler is like I, I know it's fucked up to say. But he stepped into his God form because he will never be forgotten. Now, I'm not saying go be, damn, I shouldn't have brought him up. But fuck it, we here. Now, I'm not saying go do bad shit. That's how you go be, you know, uh, live on forever. But what I am saying is what I'm, what I, what I'm, I'm trying to bring them up to say most people will just be forgotten when it comes down to it, right? Like most people won't even know you live, your, 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 your intermediate family after you go to down the line of your descendants, right, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, at some point, then people go forget about you if you didn't do nothing significant. You'll just be a name in the face, but what significance did you bring? So I love how this passage is saying, you are God, but you're going to die mere mortals because you're dying. You're literally living in darkness and you don't know your own power. Whoa. Whoa, that is powerful. These are things that, you know, like I said, these are things growing up in the church. People didn't touch on how if you would have said, I'm a God back in the day. And hell, say in the church right now, you probably get looked at a certain kind of way. But back in the day, they were trying to stone you. They was literally trying to stone you if you said you were a God and you came about. Because, yes, if you want to go deep, God did say have no other gods, right? No other idols, besides me, besides the Heavenly Father. And I get with with, with the, the confliction is there that on one hand, you're saying you're a God. On the other hand, you're saying you can't have no idols, no other gods. But this is where I want to dive into it. So that's just a man, right? So we're just going to say that was just a normal man, blah, blah, blah. But now let's go into what Jesus said. And Jesus is supposed to be what? The Son of God. Y'all remember that now? The Son of God. Y'all remember that? Okay. So the next verse, we're gonna, I mean, yeah, I guess it's the first. The next chapter is John 10. Now, John 10, he literally, Jesus was about to be stoned, like I said, because he was saying he was the Son of God, right? So he's talking to the people that's, you know, about to stone him. He's like, hold on, player. Hold on. Like, what's going on here? So that's the back content. And they were trying to say, we are not stoning you for any good works that you did. Because he's like, you going to stone me for me doing the works of God? They're like, no, we're not going to stone you because you did the works of God. We are going to stone you because of blasphemy. You're a mere man that claimed to be God. Now, this is the most important you know, part of John 10 is verse 34. Jesus answered, it is not written in your law. I have said you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside. What about the one whom the father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said I am God's son. So I just want to, like I said, piggyback on the first one, but this is now Jesus. And this is where I'm going to really go deep and kind of, I guess, be the villain. I know that was just like the build up to where I'm going with this. 
But I believe we all are another forms. If Jesus was supposed to be real, this is where I'm going to challenge you. We're all in another forms of Jesus, man. Like, think about that. Jesus is God's son, right? We're all God's children. So if we're all God's children. Why are we not another version of Jesus in our own way, right? We should have the same power to do the same kind of things that God gave Jesus to do. I know you're saying, oh, God, if Jesus are the same, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Pull back. He's the son. One's the father. They can't be the same. That's where I'm going to come back and really be the, the evil villain. How the fuck are they the same? If one is supposed to be the heavenly father and one is supposed to be the son, he came down in human form. So at some point, he sent that version of himself. It's not the same. It's a version of me. So let's go into the parent realm. And this is where I know I'm, I'm talking fast, talking slick, but let's just really think about this. Parents and kids, the kid is a offspring of the parent. You're a version of your parent. So if your parent is black, you're probably black. If your parents are Asian, you're probably Asian. If your parents are white, you're probably white. You see where I'm going with this? So if God is the father, we're the children, we're the offspring, we're the versions of him, we're the descendants of God, right? How the fuck are we not gods? How do we not have that, that a little, okay, maybe not all the power that God has, right? But how the fuck do we not have a little bit of that power? Just think about it. Okay, if you are the greatest athlete in the world, kid, I'm not saying you're going to be as great as that, you know, athlete was, but you should have some of their greatness in your DNA as far as at least their running ability, their jumping ability, their height, their whatever. So let's like, let's just simplify things. If God is the father and we're the children, we are gods. It's just that simple. It's there's like, there's no other way to get around it. There's no way to simplify. I mean, there's no way to like, there's no way to, yeah, there's no way to get around it. I wish I could. And I just really want you to really take those two aspects into things. We're God's children's and God is God. I'm not saying I'm the God. I am a God. And that's where words become very important. Words are very powerful. I am a God. I'm the God of earth. I'm the ruler of earth. And that's in the scripture as well. I won't go there, but God sent us to be rulers of earth. Right. So just in the, the realm of manifestation, I always tell people you can have whatever you want because you are a God, which means you can create your own reality. Yes, there is a world that has been created around you. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that's your reality. People always ask the weight loss thing. I'm like, uh, yeah, I did the weight. I mean, I did the work as far as working out and, and changing my eating habits. I'm like, but it was I tapped into my God ordained power within me to then actually harness the energy, the power, the strength to transform what was the impossible to possible. How they say, you know, God does the supernatural on earth. Um, We can do the supernatural too, but it's using that God-like power. What I mean is when you start to meditate, when you start to fast, when you actually start to pray, when you start to get deep into having a communion, not just communication, but yeah, when you communicate and have a, have a relationship, a connection with God, you understand the kind of power that you're given that most people will be like, that's supernatural or that's impossible. I did a five day water fast and I never thought, I'm sure I could have went longer, but I just stopped, but five day water fast and I was smoking weed, mind you. I don't know how I, I did it. Well, I do know, right? I always like to 
play devil's advocate. I don't know how I did it, but I do know how I did it. I tapped into my God power. I tapped into the power of we can do so many things that once you tap into the I'm possible, once you actually ask God for the strength to do it, he'll give you the strength. As crazy as that sounds, like if you be like, okay, I need the strength to endure whatever I'm enduring, he'll give you the strength to endure. There are some people that endure some crazy ass conditions and because they tap into their God power. They can if you they can be all cocky if they want to and be like, oh, it was my own strength. Now, at some point, let me tell you, throughout my five-day water fast, I absolutely had to pray and meditate and really get this supernatural focus that really didn't come from me. Or just in working out. Some days when I used to work out, I would tap in. It's almost like a light switch went off. I would tap into this crazy new source of power and energy that I'd be like, oh, that's that that God energy. You know what I mean? So but it's until you actually start speaking those powerful words that you are a God, you're a ruler on earth. You can do anything you put your mind through. If it's a thought that you have in your mind, you can actually manifest that into the physical because that's all the godlike power is, is taking something in the mind, transforming it into the real. You just got to have to know it's possible. And I think that's the truly, when people say, oh, that person is anointed by God. Yeah, but more than anything, they just believed God. They just trusted God. They just trusted a higher source of power than them to know if the creator of the world put all this together, right? You got to have enough faith to know the creator of you is going to take care of you. And I'm not saying your parents, your parents had you and made you, but they didn't create you. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But um, so that's how I always tell people you are a God. Tap into your God-like power. How did you lose the weight? I tapped into my God-like power. I stopped giving into the temptations of the world. I stopped living of the world and I start living in the essence of who I was. And that's a true thing is once you can once you can say no to, I guess you can say have discipline. That's the best word. Once you can have discipline and say no to certain things, that's tapping into your God-like power because you are now understanding what is best for you. And, you're, and once you start living when, in essence of what is best for you, man, that's a, that's a great path to really start connecting with God because you'll start to understand why God created you. What is your divine purpose or meaning or even, even oh, what is your soul purpose? I guess we'll foreshadow. We'll, you know, talk about soul next, the soul purpose next episode. But what is your soul purpose? What was you literally created on this earth to do? Because there's no mistakes. There are literally babies who die in the womb and there are some babies who are aborted for whatever reason, right? So if you're living and alive right now, there is a God-given reason for that. But you need to tap into your God-given energy so you can find that God-given purpose. So... This was a one that I guess is not for everyone, but it is for everyone because truly go back to the first verse that I, the first scripture and verse that I talked about. It literally is just saying how we're living in darkness. We will die as mere mortals, which most people will. Probably 95% of people on this earth that will, that's living now, that's coming to this earth will only be mere mortals and nobody will never know you. Like, this is a cocky thing to say, but I always tell people I'm going to live forever because I'm literally depositing um, 
energy into not just the karma bank, but I'm depositing energy into other people's soul where my soul will live forever because my name, my presence, my energy, my brand that I'm creating will always be around because it will always touch somebody else through a course, a book, a photo, whatever, whatever. So um, I'm not saying you got to go and live that life of MLK or Mother Teresa or even that's your that's your walk of life. But what I am saying is there is some God oriented purpose that you need to tap into. And if you don't, I mean, like I say, you'll die a mere mortal where you'll just be forgotten. You'll be forgotten. You know what I'm saying? So it's in the Bible. You are God's. Are you the God? Are you the divine creator? No. But are you an offspring? Are you a descendant? Are you are you literally the child of God? Yes. Are you a child of the universe or however you want to say it? Yes. So if Mother Nature, hey, let's just go there real quick. Mother Nature. Mother Nature is the creator of all beings. At some point, you got to say, okay, that's the God of whatever energy source you believe in. And your offspring of that, then you're a God on this earth when it becomes, you know, as far as Mother Nature goes. So however you want to look at it, whether it's biblical and heavenly father, or you want to go the spiritual realm of, of the actual spiritual deities of the earth and the universe, at some point you have to understand there's a bigger source of energy and power that's bigger than you. But because you're an offspring of that, that means you have that same godlike energy force. So, so yes, I love it. I'm I'm in with this. I didn't say this earlier, but if you listen this far, I'm in really being the villain and say another name for Jesus, right? Was Lion of Judah. I look, I'm a Leo. I was listen, listen. Hmm? Leos are lions. So, in my opinion, like I said, I'm another version of Jesus. You believe what you believe. You do what you do. Hey, so like I said, I'm going to be the villain these next few episodes, but I know I'm a God. And if Jesus is God's child, then how am I not another form of Jesus? So I can be the Lion of Judah if I want to. You do what you do. I'm going to do me because I know my divine creator. So like I said, I love it. We're going to touch on some stuff that, yeah, it's not appealing to everyone. It may, you know, really fuck with your ideology of how you grew up. But hopefully I can really touch a nerve in you that makes you think or makes you go do your own research. It makes you, you know, really want to dive in deep into what you believe. Sometimes your beliefs need to be challenged. So that was just a starting point. Of that, we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into this next episode. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into the Bible as well. But now we're going to go into the aspect of dum dum dum, the eating aspect. And if you are a child of God, there is a certain way you should be eating. But we'll get into that next episode. So I love you for changing the mind, body, soul. Marathon continues limiting. Mama Ben's Hadley. Bless up. I Shay. Have a great fucking day.